Please note, we are not giving expert medical advice. Our content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. If you do need to talk to someone, please look in the show notes where you'll find helpline phone numbers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of We Are All A Bit Mental. It's a chat show where we aim to question and challenge the rather wonderfully complex and often slippery subject of mental health. I'm Brandon Block, and I'm here with the rest of my team, aka my three favourite mentalists in no particular order, namely Lynn Ferguson, Chesney Hawks, and Neil Harrington. Hello, everyone. Hello there. Hello, everybody. So today's show is about the subjects of success. What exactly is it, and how do we measure it? Hey. Talking of measurements, just sorry about this, but talking of measurements, did you know that a foot long isn't really a foot long? Like you guys, the subway thing, apparently it's not a foot long. And I was like, well, no, it's much shorter than a foot long. And I was like, of course. It's obviously a penis measurement that it's way it's done, right? <laughs> like a foot long, that's not a foot long. That big. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're not happy about the false representation of being promised a foot long and not being delivered a foot long. That's what oh, you're saying. my right? whole life. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, <laughs> the amount of times I had a nickel for every time I was promised. <laughs> for all that disappointment, yeah. <laughs> no, you know... It like, might be the... Uh, the, the uh, server's foot, he might just measure it that morning and say, look, today... Uh, yeah, maybe he's got a little foot. Yeah, so it's a foot. It's actually the length of my foot. So always look for the long. taller men to ask for your foot long. Yeah. As a general... Because you know what they a, say, tall men. I think the listeners will be glad they've made time to listen to this. I really do. I think <laughs> So that's... far, I think it's going really well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just suggest, I just want to say, foot long or no foot long... If you're getting someone to make you a sandwich, make sure they do it with, your th- with their hands and not their feet. Their feet. Right. <laughs> That's probably, probably a very good idea. Lynn's yeah. top tip for the day. Unless you want yeah. extra cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> a, show, a show about the subject of our success. What exactly is success and how do we measure it? Uh, in keeping with our show subject, Ches, I've got a present for you, mate. Oh. I'm very excited. Uh, In the previous episodes, you've been asking the listeners to tell a friend about us, go to our website and generally spread the love. Well, every time you do it, we get more listeners and listener interaction. So uh, obviously, it goes without saying, we have to thank the listeners for that. But I want to thank you for being so effective as this show is about success. I've got you another number. Well, thank you very much. I've got you another number one, mate. Look at that. Oh, God bless you. A number one gold medallion for your success... (laughs) In increasing our listenership. So, uh, it's like a gold well medal. Done. It is actually a gold medal. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I, so big I, it could be a foot long. <laughs> it is. Well, thank you. Neil, I am, I am honoured and, and, and a little bit teary about that. Cheers, Neil. <laughs> thank you. We move on today. Uh, I want to reflect back on an observation about gratitude. I wanted to touch on something that we said And that was that one way of defining gratitude is it's a feeling, almost a constant sort of buzzing energy and and positiveness inside us. Last night, it really, really struck home with me. As we were saying our goodbyes, we all looked at each other 
And we kind of shared this, this magical moment of, of bonding and warmth. And it, to me, it felt like true gratitude that was coming from all of us. It was like it was a wonderful spiritual moment. I felt like I should have next addressed you all as Sister Lynn and Brother Brandon and Brother <laughs> Chesney, you know. But I, I just wanted to quickly... <laughs> Acknowledge that. ...run through it again. It's so important and it, it's so special. Mm. And Brandon, you've got big thoughts on that, haven't you? I think most things have an emotional attachment. So gratitude, if you say the word grateful or I am grateful and I have gratitude, I feel great. It's no point I'm saying I'm grateful and not meaning it because you, it, it's just lip service. But if you actually feel, like say for instance, small things in life that I just, are just I used to take for granted, I really, I'm really, and I do feel grateful for many of them now. And that moment last week when we all looked at each other and we said to you how grateful we were for your organization of this wonderful uh, get-together, let's say, and your response was the exact thing would give us the gratitude for your input and you felt, you had it, you had the feeling, you, 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 you welled up and it's that's gratitude in both ways. Grateful, we're grateful for your help with putting this together and you're grateful for the feedback that we gave you. That's all it is. And fundamentally, if you can do that on a daily basis and have that little moment of lovely feeling of gratitude for something you are you have in your life, grateful for just small moments, little little moments in life, as you yeah. know, you just be grateful for hearing the birds chirp in the mornings or the su a sunrise or a smile from a stranger. It's just all those little things they can all evoke that you know happy emotion. I think as well, gratitude does kind of ground you. Do you know, like in my own head, when I'm getting, when I'm spiraling into something, when something's really affected me and I'm spiraling and I'm like, shit, this is never going to get better. It's never, like, I, it's almost like I, I, my head is outside of my body and it's starting to panic. Whereas if I can be grateful for something, when I go, God, you know, I'm glad you're here with me, mm. then I'm suddenly not on my own in the middle of whatever this thing is. Well, you're choosing. It feels, feels like you're choosing to, to concentrate on something that makes you happy. Uh, and I think it is as simple as that. When mm. you get in those moods and those kind of, you know, those crazy things, you start looping almost on, on something that totally. really doesn't um, do you any good to, to think about those things. And so it can be as simple as just choosing to, to look at something else <laughs> that makes you happy. Absolutely. I know, it's hilarious. <laughs> I had breast cancer. And I had to have a mastectomy, right? Which is quite scary because it's an amputation, right? Mm. And I, and so I was, you know, in this point where in between going into the theatre, you're in this like cold room where you can't do anything. And it was before COVID, so I had people with me. And I had my husband, Mark, was there. And like sort of everybody's kind of saying it's going to be okay, even though they don't know at that time that it is going to be okay because it's cancer and nobody knows how far it is and it's like quite a scary thing. Mm. And um, and a friend, another friend called Pamela was there who just wanted to check that everything was was good. And and the in the sort of cubicle next to me, there was a guy who came in. It was really early in the morning, and he was still a bit out of it, I think, from the night before. Like he sort of wandered in. And I don't know what he was getting done. And you know they do that thing of don't eat for 24 hours. So they'd come <laughs> yeah. and they'd said to me, um, you know, uh, have you eaten in the past 24 hours? And I was like, no. And uh, 
And then they went next door to him and they said, have you eaten in the past 24 hours? And he said, well, what do you, what do you mean by eating? <laughs> <laughs> and already you know that the shit's hitting the fans, you know what I mean? Like, and, and she said, well, um, have you had any food? And he went, well, what, what do you mean by food? <laughs> <laughs> like, so we're there and this thing really... You know he had a foot long that morning. <laughs> well, well he, he, do you know what he did? He did, well, he had a hot dog at three o'clock in the morning before it, like, after he'd been out dancing. And we, like, pissed ourselves laughing about it. Like, there was a great, great. deal of gratitude just in this thing of yeah. don't get carried away with something that's really... Terrifying. Yeah, that's a great example. And actually, the woman came in to afterwards. That woman was having a really bad morning. She came in and said to me afterwards, she said, uh, "No, I don't want to frighten you." Um, but she said that there's a, when we anaesthetise you, we have to put you put this big tube down your throat, so it's going to make you gag and everything. And I was like, "Honey, I am so used to gagging with stuff down my throat." <laughs> and uh, like just because I was hyper, and uh, and I did of course mean that I have a digestive issue, but that was not what she heard. You should see me with a foot long. With a foot long. Yeah, right. <laughs> There you go, you got your foot long gag. But that's the point, though, which is, is gratitude uh, gratitude and humour will bring you out of where you are. So often, if you're in a place where you're freaking terrified about something, mm. just look for anything. It doesn't even matter. It could be like a pair of shoes that you once liked or a really good sandwich. It's just something that reminds you that it's okay. You are right about humour, though. Like, like, There's nothing quite like... A, a laugh, is there? No. no. I mean, it just picks you up so much. I mean, I don't know what chemically that releases in your body to, to laugh, but I'm, I, I want more of that. We've <laughs> <laughs> got to move along a little bit. We, we'll be here all night, guys. Um, it's time for the sad song. Oh. Okay. The idea is that every episode, if time allows, if, if Uncle Neil lets us, <laughs> um, we, we, play, we play a happy song and we play a sad song, chosen by either one of us or our guest. Uh, and then we dig a little bit into the emotions these songs evoke. So this week, it's Lynn's turn. Da, 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 da. Are you ready, Lynn? What have you chosen? I thought a lot about this, which is because of this thing we talked about with gratitude, sadness, a sad song is something that takes me back Right, like is is I'm more melancholy than I am, mm. and so this particular song, which is called "Old Lang Syne," you wow. might know it. <laughs> but like, whenever I hear it, I uh, I immediately go into it's like ghosts. I have pictures of uh, images of childhood and New Year and people who are no longer here, and and regret for things that I didn't appreciate then. Mm. I think that one of the other things about gratitude is that the, the the things that I regret most in the world are not having gratitude or enough gratitude for things that mattered when I had them. Yes. You know, like mm. both my parents are gone now. Um, and I think, I mean, and I, I had some great, you know, as we call it in Scotland, hug my knees with them and stuff like that. But I honestly, what I'd give for one more, mm. do you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't really do sad. I do melancholy and I do regret. Well, let's hear Lynn's melancholic song. It's Old Lang Syne. 
Should old acquaintance be forgot and never bore to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? For old lang syne, my dear, for Of kindness yet for Beautiful choice, Lynn. Oh my God, thank you for that version of it. I loved that. Oh, it was thank you. Well it's, done, worked, it's worked on me again. Yeah, you're crying again. He's gone. He's gone. Gone <laughs> <laughs> again, man. Well, thanks, guys. I'm, gl- I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm I'm glad I made you cry again. Yeah. And the album's gonna be a tearjerker after tearjerker <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> but Lynn, tell us more about why you chose that song. I think that. Um, what is sadness? That that's really kind of that's what it made me think about. Like, mm-hmm. what is sadness? And sadness for me, I think, is things that I wish I could have done differently, and I cannot change. And so, uh, sadness I feel is sort of regret more than anything else. But also, there is a beauty in that song as well, in that it reminds us that life is temporary. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, that we we don't, that when we're in the middle of a year, right, like, my mother used to always say November and February were the worst months, right? I don't really know why, but she did. And I think it was something to do with the weather in Cumbernauld at the time. But when you're in the middle of something, it's really difficult to see the bigger picture, right? And then when uh, you get to New Year or you hear a song like that, it reminds you that everything passes, both good and bad. Mm. And um, and that uh, a, a life well spent, if you like, is one with the least regret. Mm. Yes, beautiful words, totally. Nice. <laughs> Shall we carry on, ladies and yes, gentlemen? Yes, absolutely. All right. <laughs> so we've got back into happy mode after a nice little uh, sharing. Yeah, sharing of an emotional moment. It was nice, yeah. So we're moving on and we're going to one of Chez's favourite subjects, success. What does it mean? How do we define it? I think was where... Ches wanted to start off, but before we hand over to you, Ches, to, to kick off with that, for a bit of subject matter, team, I want uh, each of you to give me a one-word answer to the following two questions. So, Brandon, we'll start with you, just one word for each. So, 25 years ago, what word would you have chosen to define success? And now, what word would you choose to define success? Go on, Brandon, word for each. Cocaine. the boy's honest (laughs) and (laughs) happiness okay thank you Uh, Lynn one word only one word one word for each well look if you want to use a saying or a phrase all right well uh, do you know I think 25 years ago it may have been a freshly opened packet of Benson and Hedges extra long oh and now? Uh, nowadays, it might be like, you know, actually success right now is these, you know, these vacuum bags 
that you oh, yeah. can yeah the vacuum bags where you put stuff in the vacuum and bags get the and you on the put end your vacuum and, cleaner oh. and then oh, so you get like oh. ten times the amount of stuff under the sofa <laughs> under the bed yeah yeah, in your drawer. yeah. Oh. that's the thing yeah how times have changed <laughs> what about you Neil what's yours what's your words I think twenty five years ago it'd be money and now it would be uh, a, a choice of words contentment happiness love any of those three they kind of equate to the same uh, same thing for me, but uh, so Ches, over to you. Your two words. One, oh, one second, one, one second, Neil. I want to edit my one. I don't want the first one to be cocaine. It's completely inappropriate. I've got a company completely. Is that when we get a chance? Can you do that or not? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's, it's appropriate. It's appropriate though, because your it's journey, appropriate, Brandon, because that was that was you. Your part, of your journey. That's where you were. And, and where You're you are now. You're advocating it, are you? Oh, right, okay. So it's, just keep it. Just, it's just edit this completely out and just keep the cocaine. F*** it. Are you sure? Yes. It was a big part of my life and I was <laughs> <laughs> It was honest. It was honest and real and raw and it shows your journey, mate. And I was hugely successful at it. So yeah, And you were very right. good we at it. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have to think about the answer either. <laughs> So, uh, Ches, your two words and then, well, more than two words, uh, your favourite topic of success. Why don't you uh, pick that up and start off? Well, I think for, for me, my one word of success 25 years ago probably would have been um, hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so, so driven and it's it was my waking thought um, really was to, just to, to have success in, in the music industry and I had to write that, that song that was, you know, the next number one or whatever. That, that was all I wanted. It's still there actually a little bit, that, that side of it because obviously I think to be an artist you have to still want to make art and uh, so it's always going to be there that I always want to make music and... Uh, and it's, it's it's in the forefront of my mind. But these days, um, I go along with you guys. Idea of happiness is is more of my state of mind. But I guess you know while we're on the subject here, it's like how do you, what is success? This good good um, exercise. What you just did there, Neil, for me, it was you starting about what you think success was um, twenty five years ago, thirty years ago, or when you were a young person. And what it, what it means now, and I think most people will probably have a, diff, a very very differing uh, thoughts on that. For me, like now, it's a feeling. It's that you know, trying to keep a an, a daily experience a sustainable over time. That kind of happiness, bliss. It's an everyday, like constant um, thing. Like it's what we were talking about earlier on. Like thinking about good thoughts, thinking good thoughts, the power of thought, the power of what you say, the words that you say, all those things. Um, because when you go down that wrong path and you start thinking about it, it's like, I really don't want that to happen. I mean, you're saying that, and in your mind, that's what you're thinking about. So it's kind of bringing you down a little bit. you know. So really, if you, if you, the best way for me to, to think about it is, and my wife's a good advocate of this, she's so, so she was always catching me, I've got to be careful with what you say, you know, is to say, I really hope this happens. Mm. Um, I, I would be really excited if that result happened, rather than I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, mm. so that um, everyday kind of constant, uh, just awareness of of what you're saying out loud, because words have power, um, and so does thought. Constant mm. awareness of what you're thinking, um, because that's what 
evokes your emotions and you want to be happy. So that is my uh, idea of success now is just a, is a, an optimal daily experience that is sustainable happiness. Mm. I wonder if success in the end is about being able to ignore the pressure from outside yourself to be a success. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it Lynn, is. Lynn, you, you always talk about the constant narrative and the constant story that we're in and things constantly changing. And I suppose that's the other thing with success, isn't it? Mm. If we, as we change and, and, and move on, and change, nothing, nothing stays the same. So, of course, definition of success has to change, doesn't mm. it? And if it doesn't, there's probably something wrong if our definition of success doesn't change. That probably means we're not growing as, what is as that, people. I was going to say that, Neil. Think about the language, and you're saying the narrative that we tell ourselves. Look how language has changed, even in, let's say, something you would say at the beginning of, let's say, lockdown or when COVID started. Something you could say then, you may not be able to say now because it changes. The language changes, the meaning changes. And throughout, I think the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The consciousness. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not being woo-woo again, but <laughs> I think I think what I've found is, by not believing what those actual words meant or where, asking where they came from and saying, well, who designed that word and said, this is what it means? Is it not my own interpretation would be easier for me to stomach if I just make it what I think it should be type thing. So you're talking about, yeah, where does the influence as well from it come in the first place as to what the definition is? And Brandon, you said you talked about, well, it depends on who you're listening to and what the mantras are that you're taking on board, right? And mm -hmm. so what you decide. And what's quite scary about that is... <laughs> Uh, the internet has has brought we're all immersed in continuing affiliate marketing aren't we from every single angle of every single product and um sort of life coaching and those sort of messages <laughs> yeah. again is is all affiliate like marketing and people with different oh, messages God. to try and get noticed or to try and earn some money or to try and find a niche yeah. so they'll be popular that in itself is mental so if you think that all that is driving what people's definition yeah. of success is. Well, it's no wonder all mental. Well, yeah. <laughs> but listen, have, you see, have you seen this, right? Don't get me started because I was in that and I, I, I'm not knocking them, don't get me wrong, but that whole thing about, you know, on a YouTube, you go, oh, look, this is what you could be doing like me, sitting on the beach with my laptop, mm. earning money. <laughs> when they shut that laptop, yeah. when they shut that laptop, don't show you there's a green screen behind it. <laughs> this could be you. In, 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 a, in a bed sit in Balham. With a beach background going, this could be this you. Could Let be me you. send you my yeah. program. <laughs> I find it so scary that that is the, what is regurgitated and that younger people are being sold oh, through social media man. and these videos all the time that everything's very easy. All you do is you need our program or you need this and, and anybody can well, do it. Well, not only that, it's, it's about looks as well, isn't it? It's about, you know, oh, well, that's, a, that's yeah. a whole nother thing. But that is a, another side to success where kids are, you know, thrown down their throat that they've got to look like this with, you know, washboard abs and you've got to be beautiful and your hair's got to be perfect. Otherwise, you're not going to get you know, go places in the world. So that's that's a whole other side of it. Isn't I, it? I was just going to say, the partner to success, when it comes to nouns, is not, it's not success and failure. That's, success and failure don't belong together. They're different things. 
It's success and doubt. Doubt is the driver of this thing about I must get success. This mm. I doubt me, I doubt what I am, I doubt that I'm enough. I doubt mm. that this situation, it's all, it's not about a fear of failure. That's a different thing. Often fear of failure is related to trauma or fear, right? It's like yep. it, it lives over there. But And doubt is certainly in failure too, but doubt is the driver of success. I doubt that mm. I'm rich enough. I doubt yep. that I'm pretty enough. I doubt that I'm, I doubt that I'm, you know. That's the little voice in your head, isn't it? Yeah, that's the voice. You were saying, the ugly friend. The ugly friend. <laughs> so I'm afraid we have to move on, I think. It's now time for a happy song. This week, Neil's turn to share. What are you going for, mate? No pressure then for the... Uh, no for the <laughs> None at all, mate. No <laughs> pressure at all. Just make it good. I'm going to let the song do its work. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going for. I'm going to enjoy the look on your faces, hearing you singing along, singing the words. Hopefully it will have that effect. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. <laughs> when you're chewing well, Eric, on life's impression. That is awesome. Brilliant. I can't believe that's, that's awesome, you. Mate. That's it's brilliant. really amazing. And this will help things turn out for the best. And always oh, look on the bright side of life. Rotten, there's something you've forgotten, and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. So always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. You've got to do the long version of that as well. Oh, <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, that was um, always look on the bright side of life. Thank uh, you Chez, for that, that was uh, magic. version, Ches. You did me proud, mate. Well <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, it was brilliant. Thank oh, you're you. welcome. I got me Roger Whittaker on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Whittaker, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're welcome, guys. I'm having a lot of fun doing these songs for you oh, guys. Oh, you're great. Neil, tell us why you chose that song. If, I mean, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I think it's a little bit like life is crazy. We've got to laugh. It's mental. Sometimes you just want to throw the towel and don't you throw your arms up in the air and go, oh, look, all there is left is to laugh <laughs> at the insanity of it all. And that's what we're trying to do on this show. And, yeah, so I think there's... Mm. I love ridiculousness. Things like Father Ted, things like Kramer in Seinfeld, you know, just ridiculousness. Daft, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what that that song is and, and hopefully made us smile and hopefully if there's a listener or two out there that uh, was whistling as they were walking down the street then, and all uh, I could see was the scene because I'm sure everybody that's listening to this has seen that film is that moment where where they're on the where they're being crucified and they're yes. all up on the cross yeah. <laughs> which is what makes it more, even more ridiculous they were geniuses weren't they total genius So that brings us to the end 
of another show then. Mm. Oh, 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 having too much fun. Anyway, our next episode is called Celebration. <laughs> and in it, we're going to delve into the fun, positive aspects of all being a bit mental. <laughs> Lovely. And on that show, we're going to be joined by voiceover royalty, guys. Okay. Comedy impressionist and star of BBC's Dead Ringers, ITV's Newsoid, the comic strip, and my favourite... Spitting image. Lewis McLeod oh, is joining us. Oh, I love Lewis McLeod. <laughs> and here's a little snip of Lewis in action. Join me tonight where I'll be doing voices like this. And voices like that. Or is it this? Uh, and voices of the other, do you know what I mean? I mean, heat is the enemy of drag and I'm f***ing melting. <laughs> I did, I did, I did, I did. Nah. So for fashion like this and fashion like that, it's all about the piping. And tonight we'll be driving this. Oh, that's right, yes. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Sounds like we're going to have a lot of fun with Lewis next week. Yeah, looking forward to that. A little heads up for you all. Look out on our socials for an ever-increasing amount of little teaser and snippet and outtakes of the show. Hopefully they will amuse you. If they do, please share them with your friends so more people can discover us and join in being a bit mental and being honest about it. Absolutely, very important. Finally, we wanted to let everybody know that if you sign up to our mailing list, either on the socials or at our website, which is weareallabitmental.com, you'll be the first then to hear about any exclusive content that we release. So that's bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes footage. Outtakes. Yeah, if Brandon ever puts clothes on and we get to film, <laughs> then we might get some... We might get some video, right? So uh, don't forget to sign up and get involved with the uh, the cheeky extras. Is that Brandon's bits? The cheeky extras? No, no, don't stop it. <laughs> I'm overly keen about the pattern emerging here. <laughs> <laughs> the, con the content each week is very phallic. We've gone from pants. Side with Chesney's pants has ended up with a foot long. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then Brandon's cocked down on the we're, way we're only, down. We're only four weeks in. Oh, dear. Oh, we're classy, aren't we? <laughs> uh, well, that's it then. So until next time, thank you, team. Well done, all. Thank you, listeners. I've been Neil Harrington. He's been Brandon Block. She's been Lynn Ferguson. He's been Chesney Oaks. And we are all a bit mental. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. You've been listening to We're All A Bit Mental with... Chesney Hawkes, Lynn Ferguson, Brandon Block and Neil Harrington. Written, produced, directed and engineered for Source Productions by Neil Harrington. With plenty of help from Lynn, Brandon and Chess. <laughs>